board was picked up by a fellow boater. No one was hurt. Well, here's another straight scene straight out of the movies. Initially, police tried to figure out how it happened. A car landing on the second floor of this home in central Pennsylvania. It turns out state police say this crash was intentional. Luckily, no one inside was hurt, but charges are pending against the 20-year-old driver. Something you definitely don't see every day. I'm Nicole Burley. That's all for News Nation. Now I thank you for watching. Let's give you a quick look at our primetime lineup. But first, the biggest headlines out of our nation's capital. The Hill starts right now. To debate or not to debate? That is the question Donald Trump asked voters in New Hampshire today. I guess the question is both what he said and what his crowd said about whether he will be there in two weeks. Plus, President Biden's at the Grand Canyon to designate America's newest monument. Some call the move historic. Critics call it, well, out of touch. Why are people picking on the Grand Canyon? And UFOs are the story of the century. One of our guests will argue that case after witnessing the whistleblower's testimony to Congress firsthand. The Hill on News Nation starts right now. Tuesday in Washington, I'm Leland Vittert with a great panel tonight. Mark Lauder, former special assistant to President Trump, chief communications officer now at the America First Policy Institute. Sherry Bustos, former Democratic Illinois congresswoman, former chair of the Democratic Congressional Campaign Committee. Hogan Gidley, former Trump White House deputy press secretary, vice chair at the Center for Election Integrity. And Johanna Mosca, former Obama official and News Nation contributor. Mike Pence, in the past 24 hours, announced that he has officially qualified for the first Republican debate. He passed the 40,000 donor requirement. But the former vice president right now is polling around 5% nationally. Talked to him a little earlier today and asked how the debate could perhaps, if there is a way for the debate, to help him break away from the pact. One of the things I've come to realize Leland, traveling around the country the last two years is that I, I'm, I'm well known, but I'm not known well. I mean, you and I have known each other for a lot of years. You, you knew me when I was a conservative leader in the Congress. You knew me when I was a conservative governor. But most Americans know me as, uh, as that vice president during those four consequential years. Uh, and, uh, and, and I really do believe it's going to be an opportunity for me to, to share our story, to share our heart. All right. With the panel now, uh, Mark, I'll start with you because you know him probably better than anybody. Is Mike Pence's problem that voters don't know, and especially Republican primary voters, don't know who Mike Pence is and what he stands for? I think the, the, the problem that the vice president faces is the problem that all vice presidents face when they try to run for president, is that you want to take the good stuff from what you guys did together, but not necessarily attack or criticize the former boss. Now, in this case, it's a little bit differently mm -hmm. with, with Mike Pence, but you're, you're trying to have it both ways and create your own narrative when, from a national standpoint, it's been pretty baked in for a number of years. So I, I do think people know, uh, you know, or believe they know who Mike Pence is. I have always said that the Mike Pence that you see on television behind the podium is the same guy that same guy. I saw on Air Force Two or in the vice president's office in the West Wing or in the governor's mansion when I knew him uh, when he was governor of Indiana. So it's just going to be a difficult tightrope for any vice president, especially for Vice President Pence in this you, you could argue that he's one of the more authentic politicians who's ever existed because he is exactly the same person in 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 person as he is on the stump as he is 
on, on television. H- Hogan, we made the, the point to him that there is a lot of Republican primary voters who don't only not know him, they know him and don't like him, which is a much bigger problem. His argument is, look, people don't understand what happened on January 6th. So long as I explain that I didn't have the right uh, to overturn the election, that is going to, to fix everything. I, I, from the Republican primary voters I have talked to, that is not the problem. Well, look, in fairness to Vice President Pence, everyone else is trying to break out too, and they can't. So it's not just Vice President Pence who cannot do that. But as Mark said, it's a very crowded lane to try and run in on Donald Trump's policies without his personality. And it's hard for any vice president, as Mark said, to gain traction. It makes it even more difficult when your primary opponent that's leading in the polls by 40 points is the former president himself. So you're trying to run on the policies that he did that you didn't do. So the whole thing is weird on its face. But the fact is, I don't think GOP voters are where Mike Pence is. They may have been where he was when they were in the same place 10, 15 years ago, but they're nowhere close to where the calm Mike Pence, who drops the word conservative in when he makes answers a few times to describe himself, the stereotypical, you know, kind of late 90s, early 2000 Republican. And I like Mike. I worked with him when he was the vice president. I worked with Mark as well. Great man. But I just don't think he's going to meet voters where they are. Yeah. Uh, Donald Trump on True Social. Wow, it's finally happened. Little Mike Pence, a man who was about to be ousted as governor of Indiana until I came along and made VP, has gone to the dark side. I never told a newly embroiled, uh, not based on 2% poll numbers, Pence to put me above the Constitution or that Mike was too honest. He's delusional and now wants to show he's a tough guy. I once read a major magazine article on Mike It said he was not a very good person. I was surprised, but the article was right. Said, Sherry, I guess the one thing that actually Republicans and Democrats could probably agree on, uh, fair-minded ones at least, say what you want about Mike Pence's politics, a thoroughly decent man. Well, as someone who was on the House floor on January 6th, uh, thank God for Mike Pence. Right. And, um, and, and look what he had to endure and has continued to have to endure from former President Donald Trump. Uh, from the supporters of Donald Trump. You know, not only were they hanging a noose that day, um, and uh, uh, President Trump at the time did nothing to stop all of this. But, uh, no, thank God for, for Mike Pence for uh, making sure that he did the right thing, at least on that day. That's right. Yeah. All right. Uh, entire interview with Mike Pence. His answers to some of these questions tonight on Balance, 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on News Nation. Meantime, Trump, the undisputed frontrunner, is back in New Hampshire today, holding his first campaign rally there since last week's indictment. Mr. Trump, of course, remains the top contender by double digits for the Republican nomination. Real Clear Politics average for New Hampshire shows him at 42 percent of the vote. Ron DeSantis trails 18 percent and declining Chris Christie, Senator Senator Tim Scott tied for third at 7 percent. That is specific to New Hampshire, Vivek Ramaswamy, Doug Burgum at Four percent. News Nation. Robert Sherman at the event. Wyndham, New Hampshire, on the trail. Hi, Robert. Hey there, Leland. Yeah, that was the former president's first big rally here in New Hampshire since he was in that D.C. courthouse last week, which he told the crowd here that he's not going to let any of these indictments slow him down. This is what he had to say. Crooked Joe now wants the thug prosecutor, this deranged guy, to file a court order 
taken away my First Amendment rights so that I can't speak. I will talk about it. I will. They're not taking away my First Amendment rights. So you heard it there from the former president himself, says he's going to continue to talk about these indictments that have been coming down. You mentioned that the former president remaining strong in New Hampshire, but someone whose numbers were starting to see slide, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, just a couple weeks ago, he was in the 20s in the polls here. Now those numbers have drifted down. And that comes off of news today that he's having a change at the reins in terms of bringing in a new campaign manager in order to reignite his campaign. But every Republican candidate we've been talking to says they're really looking towards the debates as their opportunity to close the gap. Here's who's qualified so, so far. Trump, DeSantis, Burgum, Ramaswamy, Haley, Scott Christie. And just this week, former Vice President Mike Pence, Pence making the debate stage, qualifying for that. The former president asked folks here if he should debate. Of course, he's been dancing around the bushes on that one. So he asked the crowd. The crowd gave him a lot of nose and thumbs down, Leland. We'll see what happens. Leland. All right. Robert Sherman on the trail. Thank you very much. Uh, look, both of you guys have advised former President Trump uh, on, on these kinds of decisions. Why would he debate at this point? Uh, I would t- I would recommend that he not debate. Uh, he will debate, I think, once they start to narrow the field down. When, there's no reason to get up there with eight, nine, ten people and, and have them all throwing arrows at you when you are also up by 37 points uh, nationally, 38 points nationally. So wait until they get down to the top two or three and then take the stage uh, and basically finish everything off. I mean, that's where we are at this stage. The bigger thing, I, the biggest news I saw today was the DeSantis. I mean, they've even, they fired a third of their staff Two weeks ago. Yeah. That, this well, is, is this Reset 3.0? Yeah. This is another, yeah. reset. Yeah, another they, day, they, another they reset. They can't even get that no. right. Well, and this is, when I was looking at the person that they appointed, he's a lawyer. He's not someone who's actually done field work. And say what I will for your former boss on January 6th, he actually has appointed a field guy in charge of his campaign in right. New Hampshire, which is smart. He's, you know, DeSantis is bringing in his, you know, uh, yet another reset is a lawyer who's going to tell him how to win a campaign. And we were talking about this Iowa person who he says has never lost an Iowa caucus is probably because he's played in maybe one or two. So- <laughs> <laughs> well, then this sort of goes. To, this goes to the question, um, and I, I think from this standpoint, is the problem the campaign or the candidate, right? Which is which is sort of the existential question right now for Ron DeSantis. Well, I, I mean, he's got a, a genuineness problem. He can't relate to people. Um, he's not likable. And now, finally, the, the business community is going after him for what he's doing to places like Disney. And uh, they're saying they've had enough of that. So, I mean, you know, he's, he's uh, not a genuine guy. I served with him in the House. I had one conversation with him, which was, hi. Um, it, you know, he didn't get to know anybody. He didn't build relationships. He certainly didn't make any effort to build relationships across the aisle, as, as we can see today. Look, the question was, um, which is it? Is it the campaign or is it the candidate? The answer is yes. <laughs> Good answer. Because I think there's a problem on both fronts. Now, look, it's, it's reasonable. It's common to kind of reset a campaign. It's not reasonable or rational or common to do it weeks after you announce your Uh, run for the presidency. You hear a lot of stories, a lot of anecdotes about Ron DeSantis on the campaign trail not being likable, not being genuine, those types of things. But I guess the bigger question for me is, because we are in a new scenario in which a former president is on the ticket running uh, an election, 
What did you think Ron DeSantis was going to do once he announced? Just chip into his lead? Remember, DeSantis was hottest right after the midterms, and Florida was the best news of all Republican politics, and he was at the top of that. The, the polls got pretty close, uh, double digits within like 10, 12, even some single digits out there, and everyone took a look, and then what happened? It went back to 35, went back well, to 40. What happened is people it's started getting tough, no Ron that's, DeSantis. That's my point. It's hard to get that momentum back. Not that you can't do it, but it's virtually impossible at this point. And changing the, and doing this campaign reset, this, that is a narrative-changing move. Yeah. That is just to change to the story, and then you do it right. one time. You've mm-hmm. cha- the donors are happy. Well, to, the to media be, has to something to report, and then they move on. He's done this three times. To be fair, sure, Donald Trump changed his campaign in 2016. How many, times did, how many different campaign managers were there? That's true. Three. But but the, other, the yeah. other problem for the Republicans is the process. You guys have it stacked in a way. I always go back to Obama. We had to play the delegate game. And the way it's shaking out, if he gets more than 50% in the state of California on Super Tuesday, he's almost got his numbers. If he right. rolls, he's rolling right through to the nomination. Right. Yeah, it's a good point in terms of the math. Uh, in, yeah. in actually, you, know, you kind of have the politics and the national polls, and then you have the math the state by state, delegate by delegate. Uh, yes. Speaking of states, let's turn to Ohio. A fascinating special election today to decide whether it should be harder to amend the state's constitution. Why does that matter in terms of Ohio? Well, because today's special election will have a direct impact on a separate vote this November on whether to establish the right to abortion. So this is a proxy for how a turnout model looks for, well, really the 2024 midterms. How big of an issue will abortion be? News Nation Chief Washington Correspondent Blake Berman with the details. Uh, Blake, I'm trying to see you through all of the weeds in this story and then with, with exactly how important it is. A couple different things going on here. First off, as you mentioned, Leland, it's an election in Ohio today dealing with the state constitution there. But it's also seen, I guess you could say, as a litmus test to a much bigger issue Abortion. Let's start, though, with what's happening today at its core. Voters there in Ohio heading to the polls to vote on what's known as issue one, whether constitutional amendments should need the support of 60 percent of Ohioans. That number right now is currently 50 percent. Now, the Democratic Senator Sherrod Brown sort of outlined what many Democrats are saying today uh, when he wrote the following, saying, quote, this is uh, the special election is about powerful people trying to get more power at Ohioans expense. Vote no. But I spoke with the head of the state's Republican Party just a little while ago when he said that this is about protecting the state's constitution. A lot of states don't allow for amending the constitution by citizen vote at all. Our federal constitution requires You know, two thirds of the House and Senate, three quarters, a full three quarters of the states for ratification of an amendment. So we think that uh, taking this opportunity to protect our constitution is something that is worth fighting for. All right. But there is a much larger issue here. It's the fate of abortion in Ohio. That's because this upcoming November, protecting abortion rights via a constitutional amendment is on the ballot in that state. So here's where it all ties together. If issue one passes then the threshold for the abortion vote would jump from 50% to 60%. And here's why that's significant, Leland, when you look at the numbers, according to exit polls last year in Ohio, 58% of voters in that state said abortion should be legal. A USA Today poll from just a couple weeks ago mirrors that as well as 58% of those surveyed said that they would support the abortion amendment on the ballot this upcoming November. So the vote today, purely on issue one, that's what voters are going to the polls for, but it could also have significant sway on what ends up happening with abortion in Ohio, Leland. 
Yeah, and also how nationwide candidates begin to craft their message for for November of next year in terms of what what Ohio tells us. Blake, thank you uh, very much. That Suffolk University USA Today poll also found that support for the proposed Ohio constitutional amendment enshrining abortion rights included a third of Republicans and 85 percent of independent women. You know, Sherry, I think about this. I think about Kansas. I think about the Senate race in Georgia. I think about the Senate race in Pennsylvania. Uh, this is not a winning issue for Republicans, and it is a winning issue for Democrats. It is a losing issue for Republicans. It's extreme overreach. It is a motivator for people to vote. I mean, you saw those numbers. They're huge, especially when you look at the independents. Um, and this is this in Ohio, this is coming out of the state where a 10-year-old little girl was raped was and, and had to go a state away to get an abortion. I mean, who in their right minds, if you if you anybody puts themselves in this situation, if you had your, a ten year old daughter, sister, um, granddaughter, who in their well, right it, mind wouldn't want to make sure that this poor little child didn't have to deliver a baby that was a result of a rape? I, I was in Ohio doing a speech on this at Miami uh, University of in Ohio, and it, it is it's a complex issue, right? And the the this ballot. This particular vote is one on a random August Tuesday to try to make it more difficult for people to have a majority share in their own decisions. I think it's bigger than this, just this vote in terms of messaging, Leland. I think it puts the Republicans on a back foot with anyone who knows that this is a complex issue and you're trying to make yeah, it look- more difficult to chime in on it. Yeah, I tried to have some of the ads that are playing in Ohio because it's not about amending the Constitution. It it all comes back to all of these ads that are now being being run, millions and millions of dollars spent in an off year, off off year August special elections, sort of crazy. But, Hogan, we we put up that that chart about how important this is with independents. Sure. It may not be that they are either pro-choice or pro-life. It is that they don't really like the idea of the state getting involved in this in one way. Or, or another, are Republicans going to learn from this? Two things. One is, let me give you some stats from the ground. As of Wednesday of last week, more than half a million people had already voted in mail or in person since uh, the voting began July 11th. Second is, that's nearly double the final early voting figures for Ohio's two previous midterm primary elections, which included races for governor and Congress. So clearly it's a hot topic. The question you asked, though, is about will Republicans learn? I hope they learn about the messaging on this topic in large measure because once we caught the car, which was Roe v. Wade being overturned by the Supreme Court, we shut up for three months and let the Democrats paint us in all types of bad light. The problem with that is a majority of the American people do not agree with the Democrat position. Every single senator in in, in the United States Senate but one voted for an abortion bill that would allow abortion for any reason, any time, any place, up until the moment of birth, and they wanted you to pay for it. (laughs) Eighty-five percent of the people in this country disagree with that. It is absolutely absolutely true, and we should have talked about that more. The difference here is in majorities of this country agree there should be little or no restrictions for the first 10, 15 weeks some restrictions in the second trimester, and a lot of tr- okay, a lot people, in the last. The, the party who believes in not having regulation <clears throat> is overly regulating something that could affect a no, woman's I, life. I'm, look, very, I, very I, few. I'm happy to have the conversation the about how I feel about pro-life <laughs> when you defend your position on pro-death. I will. And I 85% of the country do okay. agree with that. That is well. the problem. <laughs> <laughs>
we'll we'll Moving take that on. we'll take that up in the break, friends. Coming up, President Biden's West Coast swing touting climate policies at the Grand Canyon today, but his green initiatives may be falling on deaf ears. Interesting. Climate is the culture war. And wake up, America. UFOs are the story of the century. Uh, that's according to a UFO expert. He joins us on what he says the government needs to do. Former Vice President Mike Pence on Balance Tonight. When we announced Last Call, some people got nervous. They thought we were going to slow down. Think again. Yeah, dude, that doesn't look good. I know what to do. I'm going to castnetusa.com. I can apply minutes, and if approved, I can have the money as soon as the same business day. Go to cashnetusa.com to apply for the money you need. If you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. If you're happy and you know it, ride your bike. If you're happy and you know it, then your face will surely show it. If you're happy and you know it, smile big and bright. Thousands of your kids just like me are happy every day. And it's all because of generous people like you who support Shriners Hospitals for Children every month. All you have to do is call the number on your screen or go online to loveshriners.org right now with your monthly gift. Because of people like you, Shriners Hospitals for Children is able to make an everyday miracle happen for kids like me. If you're happy and you know it, dance around. If you're happy and you know it, play a song. And when you call or go online right now to donate $19 a month or more, we'll send you this adorable Love to the Rescue blanket as a thank you and a reminder of all the smiles you're bringing to kids' faces every day. Will today be the day you send your love to the rescue? When you call the number on your screen right now and give as little as $19 a month, just 63 cents a day, you'll be making a life-changing difference for a child, just like Sarah. Your monthly gift today could change your life forever. Because of you. We are happy and we know it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Please call or go online right now to give. If operators are busy, please wait patiently or go to lushrunners.org right away. At ADP, we understand business today looks nothing like it did yesterday. While it's more unpredictable, its possibilities are endless. From paying your people from anywhere to supporting your talent everywhere. We use data-driven insights to design HR solutions and services to help businesses of all size work smarter today so they can have more success tomorrow. Tonight on News Nation, the latest on the alleged sexual predator caught after a woman escaped from a cinder block cell in his garage. We're live on the ground in Portland, Oregon, as police now look for more victims linked to this house of horrors. Tonight, 10-9 Central on Banfield. From the start of my administration, we've taken an unprecedented action to combat climate crisis. Last year, 
I signed the largest climate bill in the history, not only of the United States, but literally in the history of the world. Vice President Biden today near the Grand Canyon designated nearly one million acres of land nearby as a national monument, in part to prevent uranium mining in the area. Today's visit is also an attempt to promote his administration's policies on energy, the environment. Uh, they tie, as you heard, the Inflation Reduction Act to a climate bill. Uh, same thing, different name. But there are signs Biden's messaging is not resonating. New poll shows 71 percent of Americans have heard little or nothing about the Inflation Reduction Act, one of Biden's key initiatives. All right, Mark, you're, you're giggling. <laughs> He's lucky that most people haven't heard about it because it's horrible. It doesn't reduce inflation. But I mean, this this entire this entire charade here is just another sign of how out of touch Joe Biden and the White House are. I mean, it's costing the average parent eight hundred ninety dollars more this year to buy back to school supplies than it did yeah. just a couple of years ago. And he's and he's taking uranium mining off of the uh, off the table. And by the way, making us more dependent on China. Uh, so there's always that. I mean. People can't pay gas prices, and gas prices are shooting back up again. Inflation is still a problem, and he's out there talking about the green raw deal. But uh, so, so, it just but, shows you how out of touch he is. Two things: this this whole economic argument. I agree, Americans are hurting, but they are hurting because so much money went out the door during a COVID pandemic that literally Larry, paid people not to work. Larry that Summers, was how we caused inflation. Larry so Summers from talk your about administration that, warned them not to, to do this, just, and it would cost okay, it would so, cause inflation. So basically, after the Trump administration, we saw that there was no... 1.4% on the day he took office. So so now we have inherited an administration, the Biden administration inherits this problem. And they did At actually 1.4%. put in place some, uh, some tactics to decrease inflation. And guess what? Hey, hey guys, I can assure you the voters don't it's care decreasing. about the argument looking backwards. It's decreasing. Uh, yeah. They don't. Europe. But this is the thing is if Trump is the one making the argument on inflation, he's got 200 plus billion dollars of fraud on his watch, which is going to matter to voters. He had 1.4 percent inflation when he left office. That's what Joe Biden inherited and took it to 16 percent, the highest inflation on record. He closed First down the person ever to take gas to five dollars. I'll win that argument every single day of the week. Well, look, the American people do not like Joe Biden's economy. Well, and we have polling to support that. Thirty seven percent approve of Biden's handling on the economy. Fifty eight percent disapprove. Sherry, I think this is a different argument, though. And so much of the president's discussion is about climate change mm -hmm. and his his ethos that it's almost climate above all, right, in terms of what's the real threat that he is dealing with. And he frames even a discussion about the economy as it relates to climate. And you said it won't do anything for inflation. We know that the Inflation Reduction Act, the big climate bill, he says, if it works perfectly, is going to change global temperatures by about a quarter degree over the next 30 or 40 years. You can do your own math on the return on investment of a trillion dollars. Is when, the, when people are as upset as they are about the economy, does talking about climate really have a net positive effect? Well, if you can tie it to creating jobs, but, but let's look at the reality of climate. We're, we're talking about the, the ocean being 101 degrees. Yeah. Um, it's, it's being described as like swimming in a hot tub. Um, I mean, this is real, and the people who are denying the science behind it um, should be, be should wake up on this. Um, it's a political issue when the economy, by the way, um, inflation is going down. Mm -hmm. um, we've got uh, job growth. Um, we are building factories back in America again. 
We are converting to the electric vehicles and more electrification, which will create jobs. It will cost um, 120,000 auto jobs in Michigan, Ohio, and across the Midwest. But sure. Biden has already come out on the side of saying he wants high-valued, high-paying jobs with this new economy. So that is, I, I hear this talking point, but the reality on the ground, I think, Slowly Tell the but auto surely. worker in Michigan why he's losing his job so everybody can drive a Tesla. Well, no, right now and being fun, like and being by. I'm, wonder, I'm wondering though if there's not a larger thing. And Paul Krugman, New York Times, uh, think of what you want is uh, uh, what you want of him. But climate is now a cultural war issue. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, and we have, to our detriment. But we have learned, I think, have we not that typically in the climate war, in the cultural war arguments, it is Republicans, at least right now. Who are who have the upper ground as the pendulum swings back? Am I onto something? Eh. I mean, extreme heat is the number one cause of uh, weather-related deaths every well, year. Well, President Biden's more talking than, to the Weather Channel today. But he'll talk about legit, that. Like, Cold kills more people every year than heat. So ex- extreme heat. If you look at the farm workers, if you look at construction, there are a lot of people who are very vulnerable to this sure. heat. And cold, extreme colds are part of climate change. And so convenient. Convenient? Sure, because it was it was it was global warming for a while. That didn't work out because it got cold. Then you guys said, "No, nah, it's global. Co- nah, it's climate I just, change." I, I always it's convenient wonder, to change the definition. Because younger voters are are looking at Republicans who deny climate change and going, "Really?" I don't think I mean, anybody's denying why I, I, they, I, the, not, the climate is changing. Are we? No. Right. No, I don't think anyone's denying it. He said it. convenient. It's that convenient it was... for the n- nomenclature you keep changing to suit your political narrative. That's all I was trying to point well, out. I think she's and saying I think it's that's part obvious. of the weather extreme. Yeah, it's but, the but weather But that's what extreme. I'm saying. It didn't used to be. It was one thing. It was all about cl- global warming. Then all of a sudden oh. it got cold, and every time they tried to he- hold a hearing in, on Capitol Hill, it was uh, they couldn't do it because ICE had taken over. I think the messaging, so then they, had to change they clearly the didn't have on Frank Luntz doing their messaging. Somehow we've gotten a very long way from We've gotten a long way from President Biden at the Grand Canyon. Coming up, race against time as the first GOP presidential candidate, uh, presidential debate approaches. Miami Mayor Francis Suarez is trying to make the stage. What he needs to do in the next two weeks when we come back. Tonight on News Nation, the latest on the alleged sexual predator caught after a woman escaped from a cinder block cell in his garage. We're live on the ground in Portland, Oregon, as police now look for more victims linked to this house of horrors. Tonight, 10 9 Central on Banfield. My mental health was much better, but I struggled with uncontrollable movements called TD, tardive dyskinesia. TD can be caused by some mental health meds, and it's unlikely to improve without treatment. I felt like my movements were in the spotlight. Ingreza is a prescription medicine to treat adults with TD movements. Ingreza is different. It's the simple, once-daily treatment proven to reduce TD that's number one prescribed. People taking Ingreza can stay on their current dose of most mental health meds. Ingreza 80 milligram is proven to reduce TD movements in 7 out of 10 people. Don't take Ingreza if you're allergic to any of its ingredients. Ingreza may cause serious side effects, including sleepiness. Don't drive, operate heavy machinery, or do other dangerous activities until you know how Ingreza affects you. Other serious side effects include potential heart rhythm problems and abnormal movements. It's nice. People focus more on me. Ask your doctor about number one prescribed once daily Ingreza. Learn how you could pay as little as $0 at Ingreza.com. 
Drive Time has a big announcement. An even easier way to buy a car. You make the deal yourself. I make the deal myself. It lets you customize the real down payment and monthly payment of the car you want to buy. It's the Drive Time Real Deal Maker. Get the real deal at drivetime.com. I had eight UTIs in one year. This inspired me and my partner Spencer to launch Eucora. Eucora makes effective urinary tract health products. It truly works miracles. The peace of mind I've been looking for. Go to Eucora.com to learn more. The Omaha Steaks Anniversary Sale is here. For over a century, we've guaranteed the highest quality in everything we offer. To celebrate, we're offering you 50% off site-wide. That means you'll save 50% and get our 100% guarantee that you'll love every bite. Never tried Omaha Steaks? Save an extra $30 with promo code FIRSTTIME. Visit omahasteaks.com slash TV today. Known as a passionate artist. Known for loving the outdoors. Known for getting everyone together. No one wants to be known for cancer, but a treatment can be. Keytruda is known to treat cancer. FDA approved for 16 types of cancer, including certain early stage cancers. One of those cancers is triple negative breast cancer. Keytruda may be used with chemotherapy medicines as treatment before surgery and then continued alone after surgery when you have early stage breast cancer and are at high risk of it coming back. Keytruda can cause your immune system to attack healthy parts of your body during or after treatment. This may be severe and lead to death. See your doctor right away if you have cough, shortness of breath, chest pain, diarrhea, severe stomach pain, severe nausea or vomiting, headache, light sensitivity, eye problems, irregular heartbeat, extreme tiredness, constipation, dizziness or fainting, changes in appetite, thirst or urine, confusion, memory problems, muscle pain or weakness, fever, rash, itching or flushing. There may be other side effects. Tell your doctor about all your medical conditions, including immune system problems. If you've had or plan to have an organ or stem cell transplant, receive chest radiation, or have a nervous system problem. Keytruda is an immunotherapy and is also being studied in hundreds of clinical trials exploring ways to treat even more types of cancer. It's true. Keytruda from Merck. See all the types of cancer Keytruda is known for at Keytruda.com and ask your doctor if Keytruda could be right for you. Can you believe this? Doug Flutie and Frank Thomas. You guys look great. Once I turn 40, let me guess. Less energy? Less drive? Definitely. It's not your fault. It happens to every man. Testosterone levels drop as you age. It happened to you guys? <laughs> yep. So what did you do? We, we got, got Nugenics Total, Total Tea. This unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help increase testosterone levels. Nugenics is the number one doctor-recommended testosterone booster in the USA. Number one at GNC and number one at Walmart. But you can only get your complimentary bottle by Texting room to 42424. That does it. I gotta get Nugenics. Just send a text. Yeah, for a complimentary bottle. And by the way, she'll like it too. Get your complimentary bottle of Nugenics now. Text room to 42424. Text now and we'll include a bottle of Nugenics Thermo X, our newest, most powerful fat incinerator ever, with key ingredients to help you lose fat and get lean absolutely free. That's room to 42424. All right. Republican presidential candidate Miami Mayor Francis Suarez says he has met a key threshold to be part of this month's GOP debate. He's gotten at least 40,000 unique donors. So far, he has not met the debate polling requirement, which is reaching 1% in three national polls or in a mix of national and state surveys. 
Mayor Suarez joins us from Miami. Good to see you, sir. Thank you very much. Uh, all right. How important be is being on, on the debate stage here? For someone like me, it's critical. Um, uh, I'm relatively unknown, as you just said. Um, I'm introducing myself to the country. Uh, they're getting to know who I am. They're getting to know my story. They're getting to know my policies and my vision for the country. I mean, that is how you try to convince voters that you are the right person to be the president. And so getting on that debate stage where you're going to have, you know, a, a significant opportunity to communicate directly with the American people is frankly priceless. It's something that um, it'll be the first real opportunity that I have to do that. And so uh, I'm banking on that. Uh, as a means of, of starting to see this incremental growth of going from 1% to, you know, uh, a majority uh, of the party uh, over time, of course. Um, but it's important to get up there and have an opportunity to tell that story. What, of, what is it? Uh, you know, where I came from. Look, I've interviewed you for a long time yeah. and always been happy to have you on the show yeah, yeah. since since you were dealing with COVID as, as, as mayor um, in Miami and obviously had some unique ways of dealing with it. Some Some of the things you've done have been proven out. Uh, to be to be quite successful. What is it exactly that Americans don't understand that differentiates you or Republican voters don't understand that differentiates you from the rest of the pack uh, that as mayor with no national experience, they're going to suddenly understand from a debate and go, well, he's my guy. Well, first of all, they don't know me. So I think, first of all, they, they got to get to know me. Uh, they're they're going to see someone who has implemented a series of policies that has created a tremendous amount of prosperity in a microcosm of the country, which is which is my city. Right. We've uh, lowered taxes to the lowest level ever uh, while balancing our budget. I inherited a government that was bankrupt and turned it around completely, much like the federal government is right now. Um, we have a 20% deficit in terms of the delta between income and expenses. That's exactly what I inherited in 2009. And now uh, I have the highest reserves in history. I have annual surpluses. I've lowered taxes and seen tremendous growth. We also have the lowest unemployment in America. We've reduced homelessness by 90%. And our homicides uh, are down 37% from a 1964 per capita low. That story of a successful city, a successful ecosystem, when you're seeing 85% of Americans that live in American cities is a compelling story. Right. And, and look, and what's happened in Miami during COVID, um, you can argue chicken or egg also uh, in, term, in terms of the opportunity you were given, but a uh, different time. Uh, does this mean that if you don't make the debate stage, uh, you effectively have to say it's, it's been good, but there, there's no chance for me to then continue on? Look, I think that's probably right. Um, you know, I, I've often said that, you know, running for president is sort of like being on the show Survivor, uh, and, and you have to sort of make it from one episode to the next. Uh, and I think, you know, being on the debate stage, particularly for someone like me, is critical. Um, it gives me that exposure. Uh, it allows me to connect with the American people. And then uh, I, I, I hope and pray that when given that opportunity, that what will happen is uh, I'll meet the polling threshold almost immediately for the next debate. And so you'll have a second opportunity. And of course, between those debates, you're going to the early states. Uh, I was at the GOP uh, Lincoln Day dinner in Iowa. When people got to know me and heard my story and heard me speak at the 10 minute interval, like every other candidate, they were like, wow, we didn't know who you were. We want to know more about you. And that's what all the research uh, shows us. Some of the candidates that are not the former president, the more they get to know them, the less they like them, uh, the less they want to hear about them. And I think I fit in a category of people who the more they get to know what I'm about, who I am, my personality, the more they want to know more about me. Uh, comparing running to president for, to uh, the show Survivor is uh, an apt 
an app metaphor. We got a lot of nods here on the panel. Uh, Mayor, it's good to see you. Thank you. Uh, we talked about, I think, the candidate you, you were speaking too. about, which is uh, the governor of Florida. Uh, in terms of uh, people liking less once they get to know him a little earlier in the show. <laughs> we'll see you soon. Thank you very much. Uh, all right. It's at least refreshing to hear it's someone funny. who will answer a question yeah. Yeah. directly. I'm surprised, though, that he answered the question that easily, that, yeah, if I don't get on it, this is it. <laughs> I, like, okay, I couldn't believe was, that. That was pretty quick. <laughs> he said it was, but in fairness to him, he said it was critical right off the yeah. bat. And then yeah. you asked, hey, what if you don't get it on the base days? He says, that's pretty much it for me. Yeah. Yeah. So I, 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 I had him I on my podcast, and I found him very charming. And I, when I posted it on social media, people I didn't expect, celebrities, were reaching out to me and being like, he's great. I'm like, oh, share the podcast. Right, so, so, <laughs> right, right. Now, you guys, well, you guys made here. the point earlier, right, that, hey, run for governor of Florida or run for senator, run for con- get some kind of national experience before you go off um, and run for president. He can still do all those things. He well, now has a national following. He now has, uh, you know, he's been to Iowa. He's been to New Hampshire. He's had that experience. Even if he doesn't get on the debate stage and gets voted off the island real early, you, you've been there. I Look, hope he gets we, on the island. We had another, we had another mayor who did this and catapulted it into a cabinet secretary. Yes. Yes. You know? yeah. And Pete Great Buttigieg. Point. I would hope, and I would think that Mayor Suarez would do a better job than, me, uh, than Pete Buttigieg. But... That gives you the opportunity. And I remember he was being talked about as DNC chair for a while. So you don't know. If you get up there, you you make a name for yourself, you attract the donor base, right. you get the celebrities, whether it's Florida governor, a Senate, a secretary uh, post, or something else, it opens doors. But the opposite can happen, too. So if you do a good job, not everyone comes out looking like Shinola. Some come out looking like the other. And so if he does a good job on that debate stage, who knows what happens for him. After. Yeah, look, in, in so far at least, he's in his presidential race, he's pur- purported himself pretty well. Hasn't embarrassed, embarrassed yeah. right. himself. He's raised his national profile, which is part of the game plan. All right, coming up, he says it is the story of the century, and he wants America to pay attention to UFOs. UFO expert joins us. He'll tell us the next steps Congress should take. Plus, the all-out brawl on a riverfront dock in Alabama. Elizabeth Vargas has some new reporting on <laughs> exactly how this all started. When moderate to severe ulcerative colitis takes you off course, put it in check with Rinvoke, a once-daily pill. When I wanted to see results fast, Rinvoke delivered rapid symptom relief and helped leave bathroom urgency behind. Check. When UC tried to slow me down, I got lasting steroid-free remission with Rinvoke. Check. And when UC caused damage, Rinvoke came through by visibly repairing my colon lining. Check. Rapid symptom relief. Lasting steroid-free remission. And a chance to visibly repair the colon lining. Check, check, and check. Rinvoke can lower your ability to fight infections, including TB, serious infections and blood clots, some fatal, cancers including lymphoma and skin cancer, death, heart attack, stroke, and tears in the stomach or intestines occurred. People 50 and older with at least one heart disease risk factor have higher risks. Don't take if allergic to Rinvoke, as serious reactions can occur. Tell your doctor if you are or may become pregnant. Put UC in check and keep it there with Rinvoke. Ask your gastroenterologist about Rinvoke and learn how AbbVie can help you save. Subway is now slicing their deli meats fresh. That's why the new Titan Turkey is preferred by this football pro. And preferred by this football pro who actually uses her feet. And if we prefer it, we know you'll prefer it too. I use my feet. Have you seen me scramble? For your weekend. But continued rain all day. You can't count on the weather. But you can count on DISH and our reliability guarantee. Should you ever lose signal, contact us and we'll credit back your account. Back to you, Rob. 
Hey, Dylan. I want your dad to go out and help you practice your sliding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be outside. You're a good dad. The reliability guarantee only from Dish. Tuned into you. An unthinkable genocide took the lives of six million Jews, and thousands of Jewish survivors are still suffering in poverty today. God calls on people who believe in him to act on his word. Comfort ye, comfort my people. These elderly Jews are weak and they're sick. They're living on $2 a day, which is impossible. They don't have enough money to buy food. It is a miserable situation and they have nowhere else to turn but to us for help. This now is how God's children are living. Take this time to send a survival food box to these forgotten Jews. The International Fellowship of Christians and Jews urgently need your gift of $25 now to help provide one survival food box with all of the essentials they critically need for their diet for one month. No vitamins and no protein, so my legs and hands are very weak. Let's make sure that we bring them just a little bit of hope by bringing them a little bit of food. Become a part of the fellowship today by reaching out to bless these precious people of God. For just $25, you can help supply the essential foods they desperately need for one month. Your support will provide them with a box overflowing with nourishing food and the knowledge that faithful Christians around the world care about them. God tells us to take care of them, to feed the hungry. And I pray Holocaust survivors will be given the basic needs that they so desperately pray for to survive. Back in my day, we didn't have all these types of fancy chicken. Pretty sure you have buffalo wings and fried chicken. Well, we didn't have garlic farm or sweet bourbon barbecue. And he had to walk uphill both ways. And it snowed every time. Yeah, right, Grandpa. You're from Miami. <laughs> Tonight on News Nation, the latest on the alleged sexual predator caught after a woman escaped from a cinder block cell in his garage. We're live on the ground in Portland, Oregon, as police now look for more victims linked to this house of horrors. Tonight, 10, 9 central on Bainfield. News Nation Monday. Vivek Ramaswamy fighting to become the Republican nominee for president. Facing your questions for the first time live in a national cable exclusive. The News Nation Town Hall. Vivek Ramaswamy. Monday at 9, 8 central on News Nation. It was question. All right. We'll see you for the town hall. Everybody was talking about the town hall. Vivek Ramaswamy sort of has people's, uh, at least he has the man of the hours. Uh, Things are are heating up we in the were, Republican presidential debate. Go ahead. I'm hoping that you're going to ask him about 9-11. He was 16, but he's, like, had some issues with the 9-11 stuff. Yeah, he was, asked, he was asked a question on, on, a, on a podcast about it. I, what I think is interesting right now about Vivek, and we'll do this quickly, but is, and we talked about this earlier, he's the only one of the presidential candidates, other than Donald Trump, who's willing to not play it safe. He's, he's not willing, playing it safe. He's not playing it safe. And look, that's the only way to win. <laughs> well, he, he said he, he wants to abolish crazy, the FBI. I mean, 
Yeah, so you got to be crazy to not play it safe? Eh, I'm, I'm not sure I would go. He also has the well, benefit be of not needing it as a next job. Denier? Well, that's, no, that's true. Like, <laughs> I'm not sure that the government is giving us all of the information. Well, they're not. The Saudi, I mean, there's still, what, 16 pages of the 9-11 that. report that is yeah, well, classified. So I'm about to say. Okay. Go from there. See. All right. Um, speaking of something else that the government will not tell us everything <laughs> right. about. Yeah, right. Thank you for getting me on the show. UFOs on Capitol Hill, News Nation's exclusive reporting in a July 26th congressional hearing where lawmakers heard from key witnesses are leading to calls for more answers. Next guest wrote a piece for The Hill titled UFOs are the story of the century. Wake up, America. In it, he gives some recommendations for what lawmakers should do next. Joining us now, retired Rear Admiral Tim Claudette, uh, former administrator of the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Association, CEO of Ocean STL Consulting. All right. uh, Good to see you, sir. Thank you. I just have a question. If UFOs are real, right, and there's aliens and we have them, wouldn't that sort of be the story of the world from the beginning of time rather than just the century? Well, it's great to be here, Leland. Thanks. And absolutely, yes, it's a story of our civilization, really. And uh, as I outlined in that op-ed, uh, this really, from a scientific and a security standpoint, is unlike anything we've ever known. And by the way, those three very credible witnesses at the hearing, all former military officers, all with backgrounds similar to mine, uh, they 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 claimed, and I, I fully believe them, that they have evidence of this. Well, I, respectfully, they, they claim that they knew of evidence. I had not I have not heard of anybody who actually has real proof so far. I've heard a lot of conjecture. I've heard a lot of I know and there are places and there are people. But there's been nobody who's pulled out Google Maps and said, hey, here's here's the buildings with the aliens or, hey, here's some of the documents, even blacked out documents with with the project names on them. nothing. Right, right. Well, there's two pieces, actually. One, there are observations by the pilots who uh, are very credible witnesses and have seen things we can't explain. And then there's the one witness, David Grush, who actually has talked to people right into these programs. And I do know how these programs work, compartmented and classified access programs, special access programs, pardon me. And I have every reason to believe David, and I do know some of the folks he's spoken with. And, I, and so I've not seen the data and the material myself yet, uh, but I, I do know people who have. And that's going to well, be coming out as Congress pushing for disclosure with the, uh, the draft legislation that Senator Schumer has uh, put forward. That's what you're pushing for, right, Rear Admiral? This is Johanna Masca. Thank you so much for joining us. You know, one thing I always think is a lot of people were dismissing, you know, space exploration until we explored in space. You've been at this for a long time, and you've been saying this could be the new dawn of quantum computing and all of these different things could rewrite the galaxy. What are the potentials that people really need to see when the White House is considering how involved they are going to be in all of this research that you're saying needs to be uh, coming forth? Oh, yes, Johanna, that's what I did say. I thought the scientific community needs to get behind this and remove all the stigma associated with UFOs. There's real science that needs to be done that can lead to breakthroughs in our understanding of physics and our understanding of our place in the universe. We know now from this hearing and what is going to be disclosed that we are not alone. And that is just transformational in our history. And I I wrote this article because I cannot believe more people are talking about it. And uh, and but over time, Congress is acting. And uh, and so this is more and more. This is going to get out there. Uh, Admiral, it's Mark Lauder. Uh, you know, one of the questions I have is, are we actually watching the government slowly starting to, to 
soften the way for this kind of an announcement. I mean, I've heard, and we all know, I was old enough to remember the Cold War. We were lied to and told that if we hid under our desks, put our hands over our necks, it would protect us from nuclear fallout because society wasn't prepared to handle what the true devastation would be. And they knew that there's nothing we could do to protect ourselves. I mean, do we know, is this kind of getting society ready for the announcement? Well, exactly, Mark. That's been happening. And in fact, a lot of the reason this has all been so covered up is because of those Cold War habits, if you will. But right now, Congress has been acting over the last two years, and uh, we have legislation that was put forward uh, to establish the the Department of Defense, uh, uh, AARO, they call it, this uh, All-Domain Anomaly Resolution Office. So the DOD has a UFO office. NASA has put forward a UAP study team. And now I've recommended to the National Academies of Science, Engineering, and Medicine to also pursue these. And it was through their Naval Studies Board. And the chair of that board, former Chief of Naval Operations Gary Ruffhead, agreed and approved my doing a, leading a study team if I can get funding from it from the government. All right. Uh, good to see you, sir. Thank you very much. I encourage everybody to read the, uh, the op-ed in the Hill, not just because it's our partner publication, but because I think uh, what you have to say is important. It's good to see you. Thank you. Three men in Alabama now face assault charges after a massive brawl broke out between a black dock worker and a group of men over the weekend. Elizabeth Vargas with us now. Uh, the script says a black dock worker. Is, is, we have any reason to believe race played a part in this? No, at this point there is, uh, according to police, no evidence that this was a hate crime of any way, shape, or form. It just happened to be that the captain of the riverboat was African-American and... Many of the people charged with assaulting him are white. Actually, a, uh, a, a white teenager came to his defense at one point. But it's a wild story, Leland, and it went viral for a reason. Uh, this uh, commercial riverboat with 200 people on board sat there for almost half an hour, unable to get to shore because uh, a, a pontoon, a small pontoon boat, had refused to move. And it was parked in its spot or docked in its spot. And when the riverboat captain finally got off the ship and tried to move the pontoon boat, well... You can see what happened to him. Uh, an entire group of uh, boaters <laughs> decided to assault him. Interestingly enough, uh, as is so often the case, it wasn't until video of the assault emerged that police were able to identify and announce charges against three men, one of whom is in custody, two of whom are reportedly going to turn themselves in by the end of the day or the end of the night tonight. Uh, but a lot of people were trying to help out in this case. It was uh, quite an assault, all captured on social media. And further investigation is going on. Further charges yeah. may, may well, still come. Yeah. Uh, people behaving badly, caught on camera. Yeah. Uh, wow. Well, right, news. Big news. <laughs> yeah. Well, they, look, look it, it sort of goes to, the, the, I think, the way people sort of feel about society now in yeah. terms of sort of how quickly things escalate. So it's, it's a good point. Uh, to cover Elizabeth Vargas report, 6 p.m. Eastern tonight. We'll see you then. Coming up, one mom's viral rant raising questions about the American dream. Is it still possible when we come back? Coming up next, Elizabeth Vargas reports on News Nation, news for all America. Listen, your deodorant just has to work. I use Secret, aluminum-free. Just swipe and it lasts all day. Secret helps eliminate odor instead of just masking it. And hours later, I still smell fresh. Secret works. Oh, yes. <laughs> when you see all the people who work at Shriners Hospitals for Children... 
you might see everyday people just doing their job. But to me and other kids, they aren't just receptionists, therapists, or doctors. They're superheroes. But these superheroes are only able to help all of us kids because of the monthly support of people just like you who empower their abilities so we get the care we need to live our lives like super kids. Because people like you have said, yes, now I can play football. Because of people like you, I can play the violin. And I can walk. And when you call the number on your screen right now and give your monthly support to help kids like me, you'll be a superhero too. When you say yes to giving just $19 a month, only 63 cents a day, we'll send you this adorable love to the rescue blanket as a reminder of all the kids you're helping every day. It's the monthly gift from superheroes like you that give children like London the care they need. Thank you. Thank you. When you go online to loveshriners.org right now with your monthly gift, you're more than a supporter. You're my superhero. Please call or go online now. If operators are busy, call again or go to loveshriners.org to give right away. Your monthly gift helps us be superheroes too. Hey guys, I'm Kyle Richards from The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And this is my husband, Mauricio Umansky. Nearly every person that comes into our home comments about how amazing it smells. All thanks to Aroma 360 scent diffusers. Their luxury fragrances are safe for kids and pets. Aroma 360 turned my beautiful home into a calming space to relax. I especially love their mini 360 scent diffuser. Seriously, you guys, you need this now. Turn your home into a happy one. It smells good, too. What should we do? I'm going to CashNetUSA.com. I can apply in minutes, and if approved, we can have the money as soon as the same business day. Go to CashNetUSA.com to apply for the money you need. At ADP, we understand business today looks nothing like it did yesterday. While it's more unpredictable, its possibilities are endless. From paying your people from anywhere to supporting your talent everywhere. We use data-driven insights to design HR solutions and services to help businesses of all size work smarter today so they can have more success tomorrow. It's important more than ever today to know what's happening in the world. I want to share that with our viewers. Elizabeth Vargas reports weeknights 6, 5 central on News Nation. Attention parents of children diagnosed with cerebral palsy, herbs palsy, or another birth injury. If you suspect that a medical mistake may have occurred at or near the time of birth, your child may have important legal rights. Call Science and Kirk for a free case evaluation. Cerebral palsy is a permanent disability that may be the result of brain damage suffered during pregnancy, delivery, or shortly after birth. A failure to follow the proper standard of care may be the cause of your child's injury. A lifetime of medical care can cost millions of dollars. Protect your family and find out whether financial compensation may be available. 
Cases are also being investigated for children diagnosed with Herb's palsy, also known as shoulder dyscosia or brachial plexus injury. If you suspect that your child's disability could have been prevented, don't wait. Get a free case evaluation. Call 1-800-645-3615. That's 1-800-645-3615. But you know what? We made it. We knew there was a light at the end of the tunnel with our struggle. It seems like kids today, no matter how much they struggle, they just get further and further down the water into the drowning point. All right. All right. Jessica McKay, mother from Alabama, who asked a pretty simple question. Is the American dream still alive today? We're going to be talking about it tonight, 7 p.m. She'll be on with us for On Balance. But what I would ask the panel is that, at least from a Washington perspective, both sides are to blame, number one. And it doesn't seem as though either either presidential candidates, Republicans or Democrats, are willing to offer and do the hard work to restore it. Thoughts? Agreement? I mean, I think Dead they all focus on the American dream. No question. And, and if she's in Alabama, there's a dock worker position wide open or whatever. Down there. <laughs> yeah. she can go send her kids down there for sure. Look, I, I, I can't believe there's no job out there. I was told the economy's humming. Bidenomics is working for everybody. Right, well, yeah, so I don't yeah. understand. Yeah, it's very confusing to me. The division and the socioeconomic wealth is out of kids control. Kids have too expensive a taste. Yeah. Oh, I like that. All right, <laughs> to be continued in the green taste. room. Oh, the Hill's back at 5 p.m. Eastern. Elizabeth Vargas reports starts right now. Tonight, a violent scene on a dock in Alabama is caught on camera. Three men are charged with assault, but more serious charges could be on the way. Also, volunteer divers find more than three dozen cars submerged in a lake in Florida. Could the vehicles be linked to cold cases? We'll speak to two of the divers who dove headfirst into an underwater mystery. When you make decisions for your company, you always look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing and shipping to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your process to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, books, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart if you sell online, schedule package pickups through the dashboard, and automatically see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers, with rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are, even on the go. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other business decision makers with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.